Since the beginning of time, civilizations have asked the questions. What is the human soul? How do we know it exists? Do we control our reality? Or are we actually living within a dream? What truly happens when we pass away? Join two of the world's leading experts in higher consciousness, and discover the truth about the soul, and the path to enlightenment. This is, The Living Soul. Welcome to The Living Soul, and today we're going to be talking about creativity and the soul. We've done a lot of work on creativity and meditation, and we've presented seminars and workshops in many places, but this is one of our most favorite topics. It is, because everybody can be creative. In some kind of way. Mm -hmm. You know, research has shown that teachers actually prefer students who are less creative. They don't want students thinking too much out of the box. So even when a kid is growing up and has great ideas about creativity, that stuff gets beat out of you. They shut it down. And it gets shut down. Because everybody has creative ideas, but by the time you get through school, you're convinced that you're not a creative person. In part because teachers want you not to be creative. Well, it's easier to control the class if you're not creative. If you got 30 creative students all on different you know, paths, then it's hard to control them. I remember in one class when I was growing up in the fourth grade, the teacher gave us all a big lump of clay and she wanted us to make a volcano. Well, I wanted to make a castle. I said, hey, there's 20 volcanoes in here. Why can't I make a castle? She said, Mitchell, you cannot make a castle. You must make a volcano. And I went home upset that day because I wanted, I had all this clay. Why not make something interesting? So that's our topic today. Interesting. Creativity. And the soul. And the soul. Well, everybody knows that meditation makes creativity works better because it gets you in touch with the energy of the soul. It gets you animated and motivated to be more creative. So intuition, introversion, meditation are all ways that we can move our creative, creative energy further, move it forward. Well, one of the things that researchers do as far as creativity is they find that solitude is the best way to become more creative. And a lot of times we look at, you know, if you like to sing in the shower, well, singing in the shower has actually been researched as to be one of the best ways to become creative because your ideas just flow. You being naked in the water and the hot water going into your system, you become more creative. The thoughts just pour in. It's almost like your intuition, which comes from your spirit, just kind of takes over your body. And they say about 72% of us are more creative if we, you know, thought in the shower. I remember reading an interview by Woody Allen once where he said he gets his best ideas standing on the warm running water. Mm -hmm. You could go many places with that, but we won't. <laughs> Woody Allen. Woody Allen, that's right. <laughs> the idea of creativity is a different sort of idea than most people have on a daily basis. Recently, we've started going to film festivals. Mm -hmm. We didn't know that we had a serious talent for making films. Mm -hmm. We entered a number of film festivals, and I would have been happy to be selected in maybe a dozen. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. maybe half a dozen, because thousands and thousands of people enter film festivals who do films for a living, mm-hmm. who have done films for decades. So that's who you're competing against, people all over the world. Well, we entered, and what we found is that we had a talent that I didn't know was there. Mm-hmm didn't know that we could do. Instead of getting into just half a dozen or a dozen, we got into over 50. Mm-hmm. And, and we've we won 15 of 16 awards in international film festivals for stuff that we didn't know we could do. My daughter's talent, my son's talent, uh, Isaiah and yours and my talent all came together to create award-winning films that we didn't even know we could do. Well, sometimes when you try something new, uh, you find a hidden talent. And many of us don't know what those talents are until we try something new. You have to get out of your comfort zone and get out of that box and start thinking outside the box. And then you find that there's things that you can do. You didn't even know that you had that talent, but then the world sees it as talent. Just like when we entered the film festivals, we didn't know that we had this creative talent like that that could compete against the best in the world. And yes, we did. And we're winning. But we didn't know that there were so many people who had done one thing in life and then decided they wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. Doctors, lawyers, business people, people who ran corporations, housewives, you know, athletes, all brought films together to see how good they were. Mm -hmm. And they all had one thing in common. They were trying something new. So it is definitely important when you're looking to be creative, think about doing something new. And don't be afraid to have those thoughts. Don't think that because people are going to think that you're uh, your thoughts aren't going to work in society the way that they should. Stay and write those things down because it might not be the time right now for those ideas, but maybe five years from now, it might be the right time for the idea. And that's what people are finding out. They're starting to dig up those things that they had, you know, way back when, and they wrote it down. Uh, now the time is right for them to reproduce those ideas. Like that lady we met at the uh, film festival, she had wrote a, a script like 13, 14 years ago, it was about uh, a soldier, a female soldier that pretended that she was a male and she actually fought. Uh, and then at that time, people kept saying that, no, they're not going to buy that. But now, since this is an empowered women's time period, she this is the time for her to release it. So that's one of the things that happens when and you have an it's idea. It's one of the things that she had just kept laying around. Mm-hmm. And it now is an award-winning film. Mm-hmm. The scientist that discovered LSD had discovered it and synthesized it five years before he ever used it. Mm-hmm. He just kept it on a shelf somewhere. Well, when he finally used it and started you know, distributing it to other people, it probably is one of the most impactful drugs that has ever been created. The Beatles, artists of all different types have used that and seen into other dimensions of reality and created art, music, song, poetry, more impactful than just about any drug that had just been sitting around. Mm -hmm. So it's something that, it it shows that when we try something new, when we allow ourselves to be creative, the soul has greatness that we don't even know about, that can just be sitting there and we don't necessarily know that it's something that we can do. Mm -hmm. Well, there's hidden DNA uh, that's dormant. Precisely. precisely. Uh, and once something taps into that, then it starts to fulfill your thoughts and it becomes things. That's how it happens. Your DNA wakes up and then you start having all these creative ideas and then you come up with these different products. And that is what creativity is all about. Creativity is about unleashing the greatness that your soul was born with. Not necessarily creating it, but just letting it out of the box.
The human soul is the seat of creativity. It contains all of the energy and information we will ever need. With this information, we can create masterpieces. The creative power of the human soul is derived from its divine nature. The soul has a human nature, which creates human ideas, books, movies, sculptures, paintings, music, and other powerful works of art. The soul travels between worlds, while still maintaining its connection with the body. This movement allows it to collect information, which may then be transported back to our conscious awareness. The greatest works of art derive from the highest forms of consciousness that the soul creates. This consciousness exists in everyone, and is not limited to artists, writers, or musicians. There is a region of the soul called, the Actis. The Actis contains all of the creative endeavors that one can manifest during a lifetime. This region of the soul may be accessed during prayer, sleep, meditation, and other higher forms of consciousness. There is no limit to what the soul can create, during a lifetime. But what is the process of creation itself? The soul creates thoughts and ideas as a way of expressing itself in the world. But not all thoughts are created equal. Humans have both a physical mind, and a spiritual mind. The spiritual mind creates spiritual intelligence. Higher spiritual intelligence, enhances creativity. Creative intelligence, has no real limits. The greatest works of art are created by great souls. But what do we mean by a great soul? How is a creatively great soul, different from everyone else? Does a soul, that has great creative power, have something extra? The world's greatest artists are often troubled by creative power, that they can't always control. Each level of the human mind, was created by the soul, for a specific purpose. The conscious mind interprets the information we receive from the world. The unconscious mind interprets the information we receive from the inner worlds. The higher mind interprets the information we receive from the higher worlds. The superior worlds, are the home of creative thought. Through the power of the soul, mankind is linked to an infinite creative source. The average person has over 50,000 thoughts per day.
You know, it was interesting, um, the film that we just showed said 50,000 thoughts per day. That's a lot of thoughts. And most of our thoughts tend to be negative. Mm-hmm. That we tend to think of ideas and we dismiss them or try to forget them altogether. In part because history has shown that when a person has a new idea, it tends to be ridiculed, people look at it skeptically, and some people have been killed for new creative ideas. Mm -hmm. The guy, Dr. Semmelweis, who had the theory that if doctors didn't wash their hands, it would spread disease. Mm -hmm. He was committed to an insane asylum because at that time, doctors thought it just wasted time and it wasn't something we needed to do to wash our hands. It was totally useless. Well, since then, we found that germs do grow on gloves. And if you don't wash your hand between clients, you can carry disease. We know that to be accepted. Mm-hmm. But he was so ridiculed that he was put in an insane asylum. And he's not the only one. Not the only one. It's happened more times than we care to count. So creative ideas are often attacked mm-hmm. and ridiculed before they're accepted. And that tends to make people not want to share them, mm-hmm. keep them all together. Well, the conscious mind tends to interpret the things around us. Uh, and that's generally where some of those ideas come from. The soul sends 50,000 thoughts per day. And then within those thoughts, the conscious mind is going to interpret whatever those thoughts related to them would be. And then they express that. But the higher mind, the unconscious mind, really deals with the higher mind. And those thoughts are also coming through. But it's difficult for people to get in touch with those thoughts because they don't spend enough time in solitude and meditation and those thoughts come and go. Even if 1% of your thoughts are brilliant and have genius and can make you all kinds of money and fame. If you look at 1% of 50,000 thoughts, 10% is 5,000, mm-hmm. 1% is 500 thoughts a day. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if we sat down and meditated and focused on even 100 of those 50,000 thoughts a day, mm-hmm. it would transform your life. And that's what the unconscious and the higher worlds are sending to us on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Hundreds and hundreds of thoughts that are transformative that we don't take the time to listen to. That is when true. we had the idea to do this show, the show on the living soul, people looked at it and scoffed because they said, well, there's not much known about the soul. Well, if you think about it and you talk about it, we all know about what goes on in the soul. Mm-hmm. We all have information that floods us every day from the soul. And it's something we simply need to discuss, to talk about. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people... Uh, have all these thoughts, and sometimes it gets confusing because they want to focus on maybe one of them, but all these other thoughts flow through. I know people have difficulty when they try to meditate because they have what's known as the monkey mind. They can't stop these all these thoughts from coming into their solitude moment for that 10, 15 minutes that they set aside, and they find it difficult to meditate because they, they can't quiet their mind enough. So you have all these thoughts going on, and And many creative people, they want to focus on at least one thing. I know a lot of the main people who have changed this world focus on just one thing. And we have to remember, like the video said, we have a human stream of thought. Mm -hmm. And we have a stream of thought that comes from a higher place. That higher place is different than the human stream of thought. Mm -hmm. We have to learn to separate those two streams and recognize when a higher part of the soul is talking to us, trying to reach us, and that's what we'll probably talk about when we come back from our next commercial, that the human stream of thought is something we almost worship. Mm -hmm. We worship the part of us that suffers and complains and is skeptical, but the divine creative part, that's something we need to learn how to recognize, and let's do that when we come back from this break.
one of the things I find interesting uh, when we were researching uh, the soul and creativity is that if a person suffers from trauma, that they actually become more creative during those states of unrest. That goes directly to the point we're trying to discuss about how can the soul reach the mind when the mind is so busy in the physical world. Mm -hmm. It has to go through all the stuff that we do, work, relationships, the chatter that we put up against even listening. Mm -hmm. And so when a, when a person has trauma, you have to stop mm -hmm. and listen to the healing process of, of your body, listen to your doctors, listen to everything around you to try to heal from whatever's going on inside you and around you. Mm -hmm. So that's an opportunity, I believe, that we believe that the soul takes to help you become more creative. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, we don't like to listen. It's we don't true. like to even acknowledge that we have an inner self. Mm -hmm. And many of the greatest creative minds in our world had trauma, had losses, they've had illness, they've had injury. But during that process, after the injury, during the injury even, they became creative geniuses mm -hmm. because the soul saw an opening and took it. Frida Kahlo, for instance, had over 30 different surgeries after a horrible accident that she was in, had numerous broken bones, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But following that, she had her greatest creative insights, mm -hmm. her greatest creative spurts. Well, sometimes the body will make you stop, especially if you're very active and you don't know how to take a break or go on vacation or just get some basic rest. It will make something happen to you so that you are forced to stop. And it seems like during trauma, the brain uh, tries to find a bridge to uh, regenerate itself uh, because of that space that's created from the trauma and somehow it, it connects you with a higher part of yourself where a lot of the creativity comes from. I remember there was a baseball game with the Dodgers and there was a hitter named Kirk Gibson. Well, Kirk was hurt mm -hmm. and he was called to hit even though he had, I think it was his shoulder or something, one of his arms was hurt and Kirk hit a home run and helped the Dodgers win the game with a hurt arm because you're an athlete. Mm -hmm. You played at a very high level. Played in the Final Four in the women's at the women's double Division One A. You found that when you were hurt, when you had pain, it made you focus. Oh, it'll make you focus. It'll make you focus better than anything because <laughs> the, the one thing you want to do is get through whatever game or event that you're doing. Uh, but you're so focused on uh, getting through it and doing your best that you're not focused on the pain. And so athletes learn how to harness uh, and become laser focused on whatever the task is. And then after it's over, then they deal with the pain. So, yes, trauma can bring out your creativity. It can also uh, connect you with a part of yourself that you usually don't take the time to find out about because you're so busy. It's really, really important to meditate to calm your mind, to set that side of time, that time aside so that you can uh, really find out who you are and get to know an, another aspect of yourself. A lot of people, when they hear the word meditation, especially people that have a really religious focus in life, feel that that's something you can't do if you're Christian, that mm. you can't do if you ha don't have a certain religious orientation. Well, the reality is meditation is a normal state of mind. Mm -hmm. When you sit 
and you're quiet. That's something that Jesus did in the desert. Mm -hmm. He sat in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. It's something that Buddha did. Mm -hmm. It's something that many of our great religious and spiritual leaders have done. They just sit, sitting with your eyes closed, back straight, closing your eyes and focusing your mind, even 20 minutes a day has been shown to open tremendous creative channels in the mind. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a religious thing. You don't have to be Buddhist to meditate. You don't have to be a certain religious persuasion to meditate. It's a gift you can give to yourself that's been shown to lower heart rate, to lower blood pressure, to help a person deal better with anxiety, to help lower cortisol levels. And cortisol, if you don't remember, is a chemical in the brain or the chemical in the body that's associated with high degrees of stress. Well, meditation lowers that. It's hard to be creative mm -hmm. when you feel stress. Oh, absolutely. It's hard to be creative when your mind is worried about everything. But if you can take just a few minutes in a day and just focus on nothing, just allow your mind to be quiet, mm -hmm. that's when the soul can reach you and give you some of these creative ideas that normally just get missed. Mm -hmm. The fascinating thing about that is that when Christians or religious people are in prayer, they're actually in the form of meditation because they meditation. are quiet and they're listening to another part uh, beyond themselves that comes through. I remember growing up in church and I went to a Holiness Baptist church. Prayer didn't last for 10 seconds. Prayer went on for 15 <laughs> minutes. Sometimes 20 minutes, and if Brother Baldwin got a hold to a prayer, <laughs> Brother Baldwin's prayers might go on for a half hour because mm. he's going to tell you two or three stories during those prayers. Mm. Well, that was a form of meditation. It is. That it was is. a form. There was no Brother Baldwin. Just made that. <laughs> but there were brothers that did that yes. in church. In every church. In every church. You know, and those prayers just went on and on and on. But what they didn't realize that what they were doing is they were meditating. Mm. Because you couldn't get up and leave. Your eyes were closed. You were sitting in one position. That's a meditation. It is a meditation. And, you know, we get so caught up in words and meanings of words. But most of the time, we're all doing the same thing. We can call a God this or call a God that by this name, by that name. But it's still the same God. And we get caught up in that. And we need to get past that. And I think if you want to really bring your creative ideas out, you need to focus on trying to connect with a higher part of yourself, whereas all that creative energy is coming from those higher worlds down to you, but you can't get them. Give the soul time to talk to you, to mm -hmm. talk through your mind. Give it some peace and quiet. Mm -hmm. Listen to it. And remember, we've been conditioned not to listen to our creative ideas because of our training. But if we can overcome that, look beyond that, we can all be more creative people. Thank you so much for joining us.